report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're joined by clone trooper enthusiast and member of the 501st, Aaron. Hello, guys. So excited to be here. Yay. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> well, Welcome. Yeah, we're, it's been, we're excited to have you, especially because this episode focuses on your favorite character. Oh, yes. I mean, I'm looking right here at Skype, and I see him in mm-hmm. your profile photo. So clearly, <laughs> clearly he's your favorite. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. just maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, glad to have you back on again. I'm so happy to be here. And the episode we're going to be discussing is actually, I, I think it's the first episode of season two, technically. Yeah, it although depends it's, on how you yeah, count it. Yeah, it's one of those it, things where, like, I think officially um, Siege of Lothal was episode zero. Okay. And this is a technicality. Although it's the first two episodes of the season, if you look at it a different way. This is effectively season episode one. I like to think of it that way. I yeah. agree. Well, so, of course, we're talking about season two of Star Wars Rebels, in case it wasn't clear. And it is called The Lost Commanders. But, as usual, we have a couple of announcements. William, you want to fill us in? Yeah, so um, there's a, a couple important things to, uh, to talk about. Um. The uh, the biggest one is that you might have noticed we have a new home on the internet. Woohoo! Uh, we have partnered with our good friends over at Star Wars Report, so we're moving over from Solo Sound to StarWarsReport.net. Um, dot com. Sorry, StarWarsReport.com, and um, and all of our episodes will be hosted there now. Uh, your feed will automatically change over. There's no change uh, effectively to to the show or, or anything else. Um, it's just a, a new home and we're really excited to be, uh, working with our, our friends over there. They've been, we've all been good friends for many, many, many years. And so we worked together in the past and we're really excited to do it again now. So, uh, very, very excited about that. And we're hoping to have, uh, a few of them on the show, hopefully soon, uh, to, uh, to review some of the episodes for us and with us. So, uh, that's the, the big news. And then the uh, the other piece is uh, less of an announcement, just more of a, a, a recap. Lucasfilm was kind enough to invite us to a, a screening of this episode and the next one uh, a few weeks early. So I want to say two weeks ago now, as we're recording this, uh, I flew down to uh, Los Angeles, the Burbank area, and uh, met up with a bunch of other uh, podcasts and uh, and uh, and sites in the community, and we got to watch the episodes early, and it was really cool. Uh, they they showed us the two episodes, your typical Lucasfilm screening, uh, except this one instead of being at Lucasfilm was at the uh, Disney XD headquarters. Um, uh, we we recorded the audio, but unfortunately the quality was just not good enough for publication, so I, I was really bummed that we couldn't share that out. So anyway, the uh, the panel was really interesting. Um, there was uh, some, some fun information that came out of it. We'll get more about Sabine's backstory. We'll learn about Hera's backstory 
Um, so, so yeah, it's it's going to be a really exciting season. Uh, they talked about a lot of cool stuff. I, uh, I don't have the the full details off the top of my head, but I recommend checking out the the videos that some of our uh, fellow fan sites posted. Uh, I don't remember which one had the video at the moment. And, uh, and yeah, it was great. It was also so much fun to to see everyone like uh, like James and uh, Anthony uh, Bresnikin was there. We chatted for a while and. Uh, all sorts of stuff, and they actually had these really cool Star Wars cupcakes uh, with like the Rebels logo and stuff on them. So, uh, all in all, it was a fun event, and I want to thank Lucasfilm for inviting us. And with that, let's dive into the episode rundown for this week. Tom, hey, yeah, thank you very much, William. The episode we are reviewing tonight is Season 2, Episode 1, The Lost Commanders. This was written by Matt Minkovitz. Now, he was one of the writers from The Clone Wars, so he transitioned over to the second season of Rebels. And this was directed by Dave Filoni with, I believe, newcomer Sergio Paez. Um, The synopsis for this episode is, Ahsoka sends the Rebel crew to find and recruit a war hero to their cause, but when they discover it's Captain Rex... Trust issues put the mission at risk. That, I think, was a big thing, especially when it came to Kanan. But the episode does open with the Rebels deciding that they need to establish a base somewhere. And Ahsoka decides to bring in an old friend to help them figure it out. <laughs> yes. So, and by that little thing, <laughs> I guess who it was. <laughs> I mean, Aaron, would you like to start with your initial... Yes, would you like to start episode? this one, Aaron? Oh my gosh. Um, I, well, I was giggling through this entire episode. I'm sure you guys realized. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. I, I remember when we first saw Captain Rex show up in the trailer at Celebration. So, yeah, you. I, I thought it if was I remember correctly, you were like jumping up and down, screaming. And, oh yeah, like, my gosh. My, my friend Emily and I, um, she actually has Captain Rex armor. She, she does Captain Rex for the 501st. So she's That's about cool. as big a Rex fan as I am. Sure, and sure. we were sitting next to each other and had absolutely no clue what was coming. And yeah, we we, we kind of lost it. I, at one point, I looked back and forth to William and, and Stephen on either side of me, and they were just laughing at me. <laughs> it was pretty great. It was yeah. really great. <laughs> I just made the moment that much better. I would like to say oh it was God. laughing with you, but it was, well, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was just too yep. much fun. Okay, I had mascara streaming down my face. It's okay, you can laugh. <laughs> oh. Very, very exciting. Um, and when I was watching this episode, um, I had it recorded uh, on my parents' DVR, and I went over to watch it, and my mom just was sitting there for no other reason, just because it was on TV and she didn't have anything else to do, and she just rolled her eyes because I started giggling as soon as they started mentioning, oh, yes, there's this old military commander. <laughs> <laughs> did she Did she, she know? She, yes, yes. She knew exactly who it was she, okay. without even like... Without um, you even prepping her? Nope. Nothing. Nice. She was like, oh, it's Rex, That's isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I was like, how did you do... Well, just your reaction, I guess. I don't know. It was... It was an entertaining night at my house. <laughs> so, Aaron, I'm curious. Uh, uh-huh. As the as Rex, one of Rex's biggest fans, um, uh-huh. yeah, Ahsoka says that uh, you know they want to the great they want to find this old friend and great military commander. She never says his name uh, mm-hmm. because he can help them find uh, a new base of operations. 
why do you think Rex is the ideal candidate to find this base? I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So he's, he's, been, he's been out of the game. Things have changed. Um, but wh why do you think he's the uh, he might he might be an, an ideal candidate? Or do you? I don't know. Um, I'm I'm not sure. It's it's kind of weird because um, you know, she said that she'd been sending messages to him, but he hadn't been getting them. Obviously, we learned later that there was a reason for that, but he just didn't care. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I mean, I mean, I guess he would come to her her for mind. Well, of course, we don't know what happened after he took his chip out. Um, like when he left the empire, it says he said they were retired at some mm -hmm. point. So, so clearly she knows that he left the empire in good standing, I guess. So mm -hmm. they wouldn't suspect him of knowing places that they would need to be checking for rebel activity. So, yeah. So I, I guess I, I that's an excellent you, – you bring up an excellent mm -hmm. point. I, I'm actually really curious uh, mm -hmm. to learn more about what happened to him mm -hmm. uh, over the last, <laughs> what, seven years or so? Well, I think mm -hmm. they – they really set up a lot of backstories they have to explain in this episode because uh -huh. it's not just it's not just Rex. What about Wolf? What about Gregor? Oh, I mean, gosh. Gregor out of all of them is the bigger <laughs> one. Yeah. That what happened to him? Well, I, I think he might, he might feel a little bit easier to hit. look into. <laughs> let's let's save him for <laughs> for just a minute, and we'll come back if that if that's all right. Okay. Uh, I, I no, also want to add um, that Ahsoka might have come to you know think of Rex immediately because of. She knows exactly what kind of outer rim campaigns they worked in the first place before the before the Clone Wars ended. So, even not even considering the fact that he would know places that the Empire wouldn't suspect, she knows where he has been because she was also there. That's true. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very true. But I, I think the other piece is they're kind of desperate at this point. Like if you remember the the previous episode from <laughs> what was it almost two months ago now, I feel. Oh my gosh! Like, <laughs> yeah, feels like forever ago. Yeah, it does. But the last thing that happened is Darth Vader showed up and kind of wrecked everything. Like, yeah. just Definitely. as this rebellion is kind of getting its its feet going, Vader shows up and takes it apart. Their command ship is destroyed. At the start of this episode, they're like they're desperate. They're kind of scraping the bottom of the proverbial barrel. I think. Well, it seems like they are definitely on the run and they need as many allies or friends that they can find. And this is one of the things that they have to turn to because, as you said, they are desperate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, so I, I've got a, a bunch of different things we can we can discuss here. Um, but uh, I guess the first one is, why do you why? Why didn't uh, why didn't Ahsoka say who Rex was and, and tell Kanan? Because uh, she has to imagine Kanan would be surprised when because she, she knows that he's not going to be happy. <laughs> I, yeah, do you think he I, wouldn't have gone on the mission? He I think he would have gone. Uh, no, I, no. I agree. Said no. Like, yeah, clones involved. I'm not because like he was no. clearly ready about you know he he was willing to take out Rex if he had to. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it seems like it's sometimes it's I know a lot of TV shows and and, and just entertainment in general will often. Uh, have the you know characters withhold information um, just to like up the suspense or so everybody doesn't know what's going on, even though the audience is like, 
Yeah, I know what's going. You know, why didn't you tell him that? You would have solved so many problems. But I guess that 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 makes a lot of sense to me. That you know, yeah, Kanan. If yeah. Kanan knew, he just would have refused to go in general. And I guess Ahsoka had other things to do. Um, yeah, there's that interesting note where she comes on. She's what was it like? She's looking into an old friend or something along those no, lines. She was looking at yeah. questions that need to be answered. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe about a certain someone who's maybe a little familiar, wears kind of a black mask and a cape sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Has some breathing problems. <laughs> and ha- his name rhymes with Garth later. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Her good friend Garth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so instead but... she sends the rest of the crew to go after Garth. That's Garth. <laughs> <laughs> She's going after Garth. No. Uh, they go after Rex. Garth and... Tater. <laughs> Rex and... Gord Vader. Gregor and... There you go. Um... <laughs> yeah, and it's go it's ahead. interesting to see Ahsoka kind of used as the... I don't want to say like the MacGuffin, but she's... You know, she's still present. She's not clearly not a main character in this episode, but she serves as the jumping on, off point for the rest of the crew. And I wonder if we're going to see her in this role kind of throughout the season. Like, ah, oh, yes. Uh, Ahsoka... Like, I've got some intel for you guys. Ghost, go here. And then off they go. Yeah, I think it's, it's tricky with Ahsoka because they can't have her be the, the main character. They can't have her kind of step in and, and take a central role. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, after so long having her the main character, it, it, it's kind of odd that she just disappears into the background again. It's like, oh, you guys go do that. I'm going to go over here. You know? Yeah. Uh, you can you can explain it away for sure until oh, she's learned enough. She doesn't have to be part of the action anymore. She she has more important things to do. Um, but it certainly takes some getting used to. It's like well, what, well, I, I I think <laughs> what they don't want to do is I, I'm I'm pretty sure what they're trying not to have this series focus on her because oh. technically it's not her story. Yep. And I, they could also use her as a building or a jumping off point to where there is the suspense to where. Yes, she's going to be the person coming in and giving information, but there is going to be a point to where she's either going to have to tell the truth, she knows who Vader is, mm-hmm. or there is going to be a confrontation between her and Vader. Yeah. That is going to happen. And you have to build to that, and this is a way for them to do it. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was interesting. So in order to send them on their quest to find these lost commanders, she gives them an old uh, tactical battle droid. That was that was fascinating. That was just, so cool. It was it was interesting to see the head again, but I it was kind of odd that it just kind of showed up. How long has she been holding like, onto this? <laughs> good yeah. point. Well, like how does it not, how does it know to go there and like cuz at first I was like, "Oh yeah, you can use that battle droid." I thought they were going to like use its head to try and like parse a bunch of intel and like mm-hmm. draw some great conclusion. I was like it's like go to here. It's literally right. like, which seemed yeah, way more big. powerful than they were. I mean, they were certainly smart in the Clone Wars, but I never really got the sense that they they could truly track down someone that easily. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me. Okay. Well, here's the other question on here's the other question on that aspect. If they pull the chips out of their head, how is the droid actually able to track them down? So is this trying to just? I was just thinking. To, go ahead. He he still had his bucket. Yeah. So it's almost like a homing. They all three had their buckets. So technically, it could it be that the Empire had some kind of homing devices in the armor? Well, even though I mean, they even have though the chips are out of their heads. Those. That's very true too. Yes, 
the radio frequencies as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so they quickly discover ah the silo system, which was not ab far as I think we were all kind of speculating uh, mm-hmm. when we first saw this episode. Just another large flat desert Desolate planet. planet. Yeah. <laughs> Very one-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's at this point we kind of cut to the new rebels theme, which I was not like I was completely surprised by because I was not expecting them to redo the intro kind of. I don't even. It's not really a theme. It's like a, I don't know, a ditty kind of. Snippet. Yeah. It, it felt more less triumphant and more warbly almost. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I, sure how I, I asked to I was not it. really I'm a big fan unsure. of. Sure. <laughs> like before, I was all you like, and I was like, <laughs> 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 that's like my best. So honestly, I completely forgot about it. The only reason I noticed it, like, I think that was a good example, William, because it felt less defined. Like, the other one was, like, uh, you know, imagine, like, a line drawn on a page, and it was just this beautiful curve, and this one was like, hey, we're going to scribble a little, little bit. Yeah, a little bit messier, and, I, and that might be intended to uh, kind of imply where they are at this point, you know? They're they're now on the run, they're, uh, it's not quite as triumphant, they're, they're not winning in these local battles in Lothalian where they're up against the Empire, and presumably losing because you know they the rebels can't really have their first true victory against the uh the empire until uh, just before a new hope so mm. uh, it makes sense but yeah I, I i don't know i'm kind of mixed on the new theme then again it it's like what three seconds long so <laughs> good point can't really I mean, like i said for me it so, wasn't memorable yeah so three seconds and it ruined the entire episode for me but okay. no, <laughs> sorry did it really no really <laughs> I wish. I mean, no, I don't. That wish, theme ruined my was... childhood. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I hate oh. people say that. So that's why. Speaking I... of things being ruined, Chopper. <laughs> Sorry, that was my horrible <laughs> attempt at a segue. That's actually Chop... not bad. Chopper is ha- was repairing the ghost from the uh, presumably the previous episode's battle, and forgot the minor detail of fixing the hyperdrive. So after they've arrived, it quickly fails, which of course means that Hera and the ghost are stranded in orbit while the rest of the crew goes down in the Phantom. Mm-hmm. Which felt, I have to admit, it felt a little contrived to me, but they didn't dwell on it yeah, too long. I, no, so it was quick. I'm kind of disappointed, and I feel like this is a recurring thing in Rebels, that Hera often just gets stuck on the ghost all the time. And I know she's the pilot, and she's kind of the get mm-hmm. driver, but it does seem like she's kind of off sitting by herself for most of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I it's... I almost feel like it's because she's a little too level-headed. I feel like a lot <laughs> of the stuff that happened in the episode with between Kanan and Rex would never have happened if Hera was there. Yeah. yeah. She's like, God, boys, sit down. Be quiet. We've got to <laughs> talk it out. Okay. You go sit go in your corners. Yeah. No, you don't go fishing. You yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Zeb, come on. They're setting you up, it, dude. Can't you it, see it? Gregor especially was being a bit of a child in this episode, and bringing in Mother Hera, I'm sure, would have changed it a little bit. Yeah, yeah Gregor had that look in his eye, you know? She so, would have seen right through him. So the, the, the crew goes down to the, pl- the surface of Silo, which, by the way, is not Abafar, like we had theorized many months mm-hmm. ago at Celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they look kind of similar, I mean, Silos has... A little bit more going on than Abafar did, but 
Uh, not, I don't know about that. Too, not too significantly. A couple more colors. Yeah. <laughs> no. And some things in the background, because there were some things. Some clouds. It's got some other living life <laughs> forms on it. Yeah. But, uh, no, now, but I, I have to say one thing uh, that I loved on this episode. I loved that Winnebago, I'm sorry, that ATTE, <laughs> that these old geezers, it looked like a Winnebago, guys. Come on. I mean, that was the, that, okay, if somebody were to make a toy of that, I would buy that in a heartbeat. Or if somebody were to have that available when I retire, dude, I'm there. I, I would have that in a heartbeat. If they minus, made that in Lego. If they, just, if they made it in Lego. I would be really oh, tempted. So would I. I mean, no, for me, it wouldn't it wouldn't be tempted. I would buy it as soon as the thing became available. Well, and then they, you realize it's a hundred and fifty dollar Lego set and you're like, hmm, I'd still buy it. <laughs> I would suck it up and buy it. <laughs> but I, I really liked the character they gave it. I, I didn't yes. listen to like halfway through the episode. It was missing one of its legs as well. No, oh, I, I missed that. that. I missed that. I watched it. Yeah, so I'm so many times. Yeah, maybe I'm not uh, positive. It was they because of the angle they showed it at. Uh, if you imagine the ATTE, they always showed it from the back is on the left and the front is on the right. Oh. Yeah, and the on the opposite side of that, its middle leg was missing. Uh, As I'm pretty sure. That's so, cool. It's, it's the little details. Like they also um, they also included those old uh, those like. The, the pinup paintings inside the vehicle like they used to have on the outsides of the ships. <laughs> including Padme. I was looking through the, the episode guide. Padme that. was still on the ATTE, so apparently they'd repainted her uh, oh. on the inside of it. I'm sure Anakin probably was not happy. Wait, like, wait, didn't he, I feel like, didn't Rex know? <laughs> no, because remember there was in... Um, uh, I thought it was Rex one of the, the last episodes. I don't remember which one exactly, but... It was uh, one of the. It was the unfinished arc. The, uh, yes, was you're it right. Uh, either Utapau or the. Uh, no, no, it was the. Uh, oh, oh, the oh, Bad Batch. oh, oh, wild or, ones. Uh, not no, Bad not Batch. wild ones. Yes, um, yes, the Bad Batch. No, the yeah, Bad, Bad, Batch. Bad, Bad Batch. There you go. So Anakin, yes. Anakin looks at the nose of the the the, the lad eye. I think it was the lad eye, and yeah. um, sees Padme. He's like, "That's not okay. You're taking that off." And I'm pretty sure Rex was there, or maybe it was. I don't just think it was Rex. I think it was Gregor. Oh wait a minute! Rex, I don't know. It was, was it Rex. It was Rex. It was Rex. Yeah. Oh, it, it, oh, sorry. No, but it was, I see. I thought Cody. Rex had picked That's up right. on the relationship between Anakin and Padme. I don't think he ever knows. Okay. Hmm. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't, I don't know. But so that, that was that was pretty good. And just just the detail yeah. uh, they they put into into the ATT was just. I'm gonna have to watch really it again. Cool. What what did you think of the the new look of the clones? They're they're obviously much older. It's been um, I'm trying to remember the exact uh, number of years now since the Clone Wars. I think this is like seven, like five or seven years before New Hope. So it's probably what twelve years after uh, Order sixty six ish. But you know, with with the growth acceleration, the clones are probably in their what fifties, sixties. Okay, I I will say this. Now they give me somebody that I can cosplay. <laughs> okay. I have a, a good friend of mine um, did his uh, old Captain Rex for, uh, I guess it was San Diego Comic Con, and uh, yeah, he, he's pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, I, I need I need to buff up a little bit. But I was gonna say, I Tom, I think you, 
I think you need to eat a couple pizzas before you're ready to do that one. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So okay, thank you. They're, they have an, a big, full, um, much bigger beard. Still trim, yeah. but like, yeah, a big beard. That's they're the, much older. That's the thing, though. I, I need to trim a bit. I mean, I don't mind the gut, <laughs> but it's the trim a bit. Their style almost reminded me of like the the old guy who sits out on the porch, you know, with his... <laughs> Oh, that's Wait, exactly you, what they were. Describe my retirement here. <laughs> in his like his you know his his white t-shirt or either the white t-shirt or, like, or it's like a normal t-shirt. Uh, okay, like the, hang on a second. <laughs> hey kid, get off my lawn. Like even Grecker had uh, he had that white t-shirt with uh, it was actually the logo of the the restaurant he worked at on Abafar. Oh, that's oh my right. gosh. That 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 yeah, but th- that that's that's had that that. that t-shirt on too the i think it was power sliders uh, oh t-shirt. how fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> again uh but yeah they, they were just so uh uh really cool i, I like the attention to to detail there anyway. i was kind of surprised at the amount of armor that they had left considering uh, yeah. how how well i i know i'm probably putting more of a literal say you know thought on it considering mm-hmm. you know i actually wear armor but it, i was like how in the world would it have lasted so long after they how are they so fitting many, it still so <laughs> many battles oh. <laughs> very carefully <laughs> that's some really good armor well, they, they clearly take them. good care of it because uh ezra starts to to pick up rex's helmet and Rex gets all annoyed at him. He's like, "Put that down!" And Rex, uh, sorry, no, uh, and Ezra makes some sort of comment like, "Oh, what, you oh, worried about the dust or something?" Yeah, move the dust. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did, yeah. I saw Rex's bucket, and I was it Wolf's, and I don't, I didn't. It looked like I there was just Gregor. a phase. Yeah, I didn't see uh, the Republic Commando. It looked like just a plain Phase One bucket. So I was like, "Well, wait, whose is that?" Well, you would but it was know cool better to see the I. buckets, regardless. I <laughs> mean, that that was. That was just the coolest thing. I mean, this and the other thing that was really cool about this: D. Bradley Baker is back as playing the clause. Yeah. You have to throw <laughs> that out there. You gotta love D. He's so so, so awesome, and he, he was at the uh, at the Q, the Q and A too. Uh, it was <sighs> it was D. Bradley Baker and Freddie Prince Jr. and Dave Filoni, Ashley Eckstein, and, and Vanessa Marshall. Uh, and they were talking about how great it was to have D back on uh, on the set, and how he had to he had to make him sound a bit older but still familiar, and um, and how they, they were joking about how he's played uh, more characters in Star Wars than any other actor by far. Very true. <laughs> I but would believe the, it. The other thing the other thing you have to give him credit for is he had to play Gregor as this crazy guy that appeared to have maybe had some kind of brain damage. I mean, uh, poor Gregor. I know. I, I don't like, know if it's brain damage or just. I think Gregor's gone senile. Okay, so so yeah, let, let's, okay, let's okay. discuss. Her. What do you think happened to Gregor? Because last time we saw him um, was in uh, Brent Friedman's uh, Republic Commando what, arc. Um, it was and, with uh, Captain Gascon. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And they're they're on Abafar, and Gregor sacrifices himself to save everybody else and like gets caught up in this explosion and presumably died, but we never heard anything back. And uh, we never really find out what happened to him. Um, I mean, I guess a couple theories are he suffered, had some brain damage, uh, in the explosion. Um, you know, he hurt himself somehow. 
uh, he, if you, if you remember, he actually had some brain damage when the when uh, Gascon first found him, and they had to remind him of who he was. Uh, so maybe that brain damage is resurfacing or was exacerbated by the explosion and kind of brought back. Uh, he, and they also talk about how they removed the the chip as well. So it, I don't know. Do you guys have any theories? Is it one of those or something else? He just gotten older and more senile. Bad programming. No. I think it's a combination, probably, of uh, both the agree. chip and the explosions, or well, the one explosion and the previous brain damage. Right. And, and I think the bigger just question, goofy. Yeah and, yeah, and the bigger question is: is how did they one find him, and once they found him, how did they get him, or how did he get to where he's at right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because like, there's nothing. Let's be honest. There's nothing going on Abafar. So how did he get off that planet? I don't know. And also hook up with Rex and Wolf right? for them to remove his chip. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I really liked Gregor a lot because I just love the Republic Commandos in general. Yeah. And so I was kind of disappointed that he wasn't his old self. Like he was kind of crazy. I, so, I, don't know. I think it was he was almost a little too out there. Yeah, he was like... Aah! For the comedic effect, do you think? <laughs> do you think for the comedic effect? Oh, I, I think that's the angle they were going Probably, for. And like, yeah. uh-huh. talk about it. We've got that entire fishing scene. Uh, oh we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in just a minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but rewinding. So I, of course, Cannon realizes these are clones in front of him immediately, and he is immediately not happy. I furious, I'd say. Mm. Like. He pulls out his lightsaber. Gregor and Wolf, um, I think it was Wolf who's got this line like, Jedi, they've come for revenge. Yep, he did. And just immediately opening fire. And I'm, I'm almost impressed it didn't go further. I think mm-hmm. it would have been interesting. But Well, I think the next line is even more interesting is you had Rex that say they weren't the ones that betrayed us. And that's another yeah. thing. I mean, there, there were so many little nuggets in this yeah. episode. It mm-hmm. definitely felt like it was a total setup for what's to come. But there was a lot of little nuggets that, as I've said before, if you're going to call attention to something, hopefully you're going to use it or explain it. Many things, especially one that's coming up that I really want to know. Yeah. And it's something that Rex said. I want to know about this one coming up. So uh, I, it was nice to hear Rex's theme kind of uh, in the background when he introduces himself and it, it, I, I enjoyed how he said, oh, I haven't heard because, you know, they, they were talking about the digits and they just repeating as they, they traveled down to uh, steal us, uh, his, his, his ID. Um, he said, <laughs> I haven't heard those digits in, well, that's a name. I've not, uh, he said, I haven't heard those digits in, and it sounded like almost old Ben saying, that's a name I've not heard in a long time, a long time. It was kind of that similar, mm-hmm feel which was nice a nice callback even though they weren't just mm-hmm. uh lifting the quote which i appreciated um and, and it was just cool to have him hear, hear him talk about oh yeah i've you know ahsoka i fought by her side from you know the uh, battle of christophsis uh, christophsis until the siege of mandalore uh-uh. uh bingo right there yeah yeah which uh-huh. is interesting because i i don't believe we ever saw the siege of mandalore we saw a bunch of things and there was a couple battles on mandalore but Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess but no. I guess we, you know. You, we, I'm sorry. Sorry. We yeah. You, I'm I'm misspeaking here. We did see the siege of Mandalore because he's talking about when Ahsoka quit uh, the Jedi Order 
Um, shortly before that, there was the Siege of Mandalore. Um, so my, my, my mistake. There. Did I forget that? Am I am I a senile as Gregor? <laughs> the, so the, the thing I, I really wanted to know more about, though, um, was that Rex says that the Emperor... According to the Emperor, the clones had outlived their their purpose and thus were retired. Now, we know that he, the Emperor replaces the clones with you know, real people and starts recruiting them. Um, but what happened to the clones that were retired, specifically like Rex and, and this group? What do you think happened? Did, did they go through Order 66? It sounds like it. But he also removed his chip. So how did he remove his chip and stay in the Grand Army of the Republic? Uh, I have so many questions here. Do you have any theories, Aaron? Uh, Aaron, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Ladies first. first. Um, Well, since Rex was uh, 501st, which the 501st was Anakin's right-hand group that participated in Operation Nightfall, clearly Rex wasn't with him at the temple. So... Mm-hmm. That that leads me to believe either he was assigned elsewhere at that time, or is that, I don't know. It it leaves tough. a lot of yeah. a, a huge open end. I mean, I but, could see Anakin not wanting to work with Rex since he developed that relationship with him. Um, after he turned to the dark side, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe also. I wonder if maybe in the I don't know how what at the end of the Clone Wars how many months away were we from Order sixty six do we do you recall? Uh, not too long. I don't I don't remember the exact number of. Yeah, okay. I, don't but I, I wonder if maybe during those months we start to see kind of a separation between we would have seen a separation between Anakin and Rex. Anakin becoming more and more prejudiced against the Jedi and Rex kind of like oh yeah like no Ahsoka's great the Jedi are great. Or you know, some, or maybe Rex is intentionally distancing himself because he knows about the chip. You know, mm. it's that's possible. Yeah, but well, I'm def- trying to figure out like if if you remove the chip, would when the emp- would the, the Republic slash Empire know? And if if they didn't know, how did they keep it a secret? And if they did know, how did they leave him in the army and not immediately you know uh, drum him out or worse, just take him out? Yeah, but you see, that that's the question is, how far into Order 66 did he get? I mean, you could also look at it this way. Is there a possibility if Rex tried to talk Anakin out of this? Since he works so closely. That would have been such a that. cool deleted, like, behind the scenes. Yeah, like, I mean. Like I an mean, off-camera moment. So, so, yeah, an off-camera moment to where something happened where, you know, not to say that Rex would do it, but would kind of look at Anakin like, this is wrong. Okay. And then I mean, you have to answer the question is how did all three of those clones get the chips out of their head and survive order 66 without, I think we've all, we were all speculating, speculating that the empire didn't know they did it and lived, basically lived another day. Well, the way that they talk about their retirement, they make it sound like they were, you know, just dismissed without any kind of incident at all. So but right. technically, that means they, they were they, they still have a relationship with the Empire, right? They're, right. They're communicating I, once in a while. Uh-huh. So I kind of imagine that they essentially the Empire is like, ah, because I could see Palpatine like, okay, clone army serves its purpose. It's dangerous to have an, a force that's this effective or 
was loyal to the Jedi, you know, for whatever reason, he's decided it's not worth having around. Ah, mm. uh, the clones, we've won the war. You all deserve a happy retirement. And he makes this big PR spectacle about how the clones are being released from the service and they can mm. go out. And basically, they all get kind of shunted to the side until they're out of public view. And then they're just kind of forgotten about. See, I, I, Didn't I think... Filoni or somebody say that they're like dock workers and like, Menial labor. Yeah, kind of he did. Okay, so they fade out. So yeah, what you're surprising looking at, me the, the emperor would just leave him. Like, it, and, it seems and like it was something the, that like take him out without the public knowing. Okay, but no. that's that's a thing. Think about it this way. Um, either of you guys see the Kingsman? That movie. Yes. Kingsman? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful movie. Yeah. Great cool. movie. But think of this aspect when it comes to the clones. Think about those chips inside their heads. The Empire could have easily just shut them down like they shut down the droids if those chips were in their heads. Why did he just retire them and put them out to pasture? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because that, that, that's, that's a fascinating thing somebody's got to explain one day. Yeah. And, and it sounded like um, the clones and more than just Wolf. Like the, the Empire right. knew that they were on Celos and didn't – and the, occasionally they talk or something and didn't seem to care. And yet – Rex seems to have a huge distaste for the Empire. Right. I so and my so he, many makes a com, he makes a comment about how it's like it's not his fight anymore, not their right. fight. I think Rex knows what happened, and yep. I think he's he's realized he he can't be part of this anymore. Like yeah, he he fought his war. He thought he won. He obviously was not on this quite on the side he thought he was, but there's nothing more he can do now. And that's kind of where I get back to. There must have been something that happened between Rex and Anakin slash Darth Vader at a certain point. Oops, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> that that made Rex this way. But the question still gets out, gets back to how did they get those chips out of their heads without the Empire knowing they came out of the heads? Because if I was the Empire and I had chips in the heads of these soldiers and I didn't want them around. Sure, you put them out to pasture, but at a certain point, you can you can systematically deactivate them quietly out of the view of the public. Exactly. Well, maybe, I mean, hey, maybe this is a case where they actually, uh, maybe Rex and Wolf and Gregor went through Order 66 with the chips in their heads. And that's why Wolf says it's the Jedi that are out for revenge, because he knows they were all directly involved in the fight and makes sense. And it, I mean, Rex knew about the chips, but he may not have known what the chips were specifically going to do. Right. So I could, I could see him coming out the other side. Like he goes into order 66, not sure. Suddenly he's forced to kill someone, a kill a Jedi, whatever it might be. He, he comes out the other side and says, Oh damn. Uh, I can't remember the name. Who is the clone that had the, his chip malfunction? Do you remember? Fives. Yeah. Was, oh, no, 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 no. Fives. No, fives. Is not echo. Um, dogma yeah yeah so like rex is like oh that's what he was talking about and it's too late now but like i can't serve the empire knowing what happened and i'm gonna cut this damn chip out of my head and i'm leaving or or cut the chip out of my head make it look like it's still there and get quietly retired well i mean and that's the other piece is oh it's a clone who has a scar well it's not like they go fighting every single day of the week Right, <laughs> but if three of them show up with the scar in the same spot, but these were these they were separate for most of the like the entire time. 
then how did the word get around if they were separated? It, so many questions. God love this. So many questions. Digging deep. Could go down a rabbit hole the rest of the evening. <laughs> yeah. We should probably yeah. Sure. honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so much fun. So many different questions to be asked. <laughs> yeah. um, really, really cool stuff. But, um, Kanan uh, walks into the into the Phantom, Phantom and starts playing with his lightsaber. Or I think it was his lightsaber, yeah. And he, he's, like, yeah. looking down the barrel. And I remember in the screening, like, the whole crowd was like, <gasps> like, because he was looking down the barrel. I thought he was going <laughs> to... Never look down the barrel face. of a gun. I mean, I think Kanan would be smart enough not to turn the lightsaber mm-hmm. on when he's looking at it. But, you know, I, 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 I mean, appreciate that people were concerned for his... Kanan was oh. obviously not a very good Padawan. Because no, he wasn't. That, that's got to be lesson number one. Yeah. Never like, point the lightsaber. Lesson one, stick him with a pointy end. Lesson two, don't point it at yourself. <laughs> Never look down the business end of a lightsaber. Yeah. But we again get this really nice conversation between Ezra asking Kanan why he is, doesn't trust the clones. And uh, Kanan comments that, like he notes that you know the clones betrayed the Jedi. And later they said that the there was a chip in their head that made them do it, which seems kind of odd that Kanan would know that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And I liked Rex coming by, kind of sneak, like showing that he was there, and commented that you know they all had a choice even with the chip, and kind of I don't know, showing that he was really not happy with that whole piece as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Um. <laughs> Yeah, because Cannon notes that they basically Rex says, "Yeah, we all had a we all had a choice. We didn't we didn't have to do this." And it's really the, the big thing in this episode is can can Kanan trust these clones who killed his master? And he has this whole very impassioned speech uh, about how his master died and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And you uh, really feel was... for him. yeah, yeah. Well, it also that makes was... you want to go read the comic because I didn't really catch the whole thing about uh, it. I understand right. the master died, but the story was told in the comic. Gotta go do that, Tom. Gotta go do that. Hey, I'm actually picking up Shattered Empire, by the way. Awesome. That I'm, I'm really enjoying Shattered Empire. But we are getting off topic. Yeah, I know. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I had tangent. Sorry here. But, you know, I, I, for Kanan, from Kanan's perspective, I wouldn't trust these clones either because, you know, Gregor being off his rockers trying to ask them to help him catch a Jopa that could feed them for a whole year. And uh, they wanted yeah. to borrow Zeb. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I can understand this at this is... point, I wouldn't trust them. <laughs> so I think my issue with, so we get into this big, long fishing sequence. And I think my big issue is the, up, <laughs> the episode up until about this point was, I felt like it was trying to build to this big moment. Uh-huh. And, it, and they go fishing. And then they yeah. go fishing. <laughs> they go fishing. Exactly. Moment. <laughs> Nothing said. There's. Yeah. Okay. That's... So I, I, I'm taking. I, I take it you guys were as disappointed by the fishing sequence as I was. It was I mean, just weird. I mean. Yeah, I was expecting something bigger. It, it, it was like, it was. It, it felt like something out of a, a backwater country movie or something. I mean. Yeah, let's go get the big fish. Yay! They're in a what? Winnebago. What? Now, I and know then, it was like... supposed to be a, uh, a, a reference to Jaws. 
uh-huh. the whole the okay. whole scene. But you know what? I think there there there's a difference between hey, let's reference something in a way that makes sense, and let's just have an extended sequence because we like this film and want to reference it. Um, right. It just it felt pointless. Yeah. Like nothing. Like so, they, they they capture the Jupa. Spoiler alert. And <laughs> like no, that's it. So this they had some food. Yay. Like they weren't even like I'm sure the Phantom had resources. And mm-hmm. I don't know. The other, oh, I think I think but, the other piece here is this is something Rebels did a lot in the or I shouldn't say a lot. It did occasionally in the first season. And it always was kind of frustrating then as well. Is they have a lot of moments where they they kind of make a big situation kind of contrived almost where it's uh, things just happen to work out in this perfect way. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like there's a very weird set of steps that don't make sense, but because it's like, but that's how it works. And so in this case, we've got. So keep in mind, they've. This is. It sounds like this is not the first time they've hunted a jupa. No, it's not. And because, because so in order to capture the jupa, they have to get some. They have to get bait inside of the jupa's mouth. They yep. have someone on the cannon. They have someone who's on the cannon and has to watch the regulator because it's apparently busted. And they have two people who have to touch some electric prods to the fishing line. That's like a five-person job for three people. And the oh, fishing sorry. line and, is coming, at, like, is right next to the cannon. Why couldn't Sabine just sit there just with the staff and touch the exactly. the, the line right there without and, having to and, reach instead of them and, standing on each other's shoulders? And, okay, whoa! Okay, okay. I've got I've got the perfect explanation. It builds suspense. No, no. <laughs> There was no reason. I'm sorry. Okay. Wanna, this was this was my one annoyance with the entire episode. This whole scene. I just I wanted okay. to love this episode. I wanted them to do something big. I I, I got, I got another explanation. Together. Yeah, but no, and... I got another. Go go ahead. I'm sorry, Aaron. Go ahead. No, uh, I just. I mean, it just it forced them to work together at a in you know very hastily and and put their differences aside so they could save them. But am I overreacting it, here? Maybe I'm. Oh, no. well, you're not <laughs> no, overreacting because. William. But my my other explanation was it was for the comedy. Uh, no, rebels for. does not need comedy. I'm sorry. Like okay, comedy but, in the situation, like you know, like a humorous comment while they're fighting the empire, great. But like you don't need to have an extended fishing sequence just for the comedy. I understand that, but but here's the other <laughs> thing that here's the one thing that bothered me about this whole thing. It was Gregor who said, "Oh yeah." The Jupa likes Lasats. <laughs> okay. Um, I thought the I thought there weren't that many Lasats around anymore, because you know Callus did something to them, and there was only one left. How would they know the Jupa liked Lasats? Excellent for question. That, so for that matter, how was Zeb breathing inside of the Jupa? <laughs> okay, <laughs> if Boba Fett <laughs> can get out. Of a oh, sarlacc yeah. pit. I, Let's count the ways they basically tortured Zeb in this episode. They let him get came out smiling. He was no. He came out smiling. He was not happy until they told him you were the first one to take. You took down the biggest Jupa ever, and then he took some pride in that. Okay, but he still okay. came out smiling. In my opinion, when he came out like that, I would be so, upset. Oh, even sir. regardless, he still came out smiling. I'm done. Credit to Zeb for not like tearing their heads off. Um, he, they they let a. a they basically tied him to this electric rope and then let, and then let a giant creature consume him, chomp him, oh. 
then the the creature he was tied to this rope and the creature's running around so i'm pretty sure like he was probably gonna like pull in all sorts of directions down there because like the creature's uh-huh. holding its mouth and he's tied he's basically like the thing that's dragging along this att behind him um then they like shoot these volts of electricity down this wire into zeb into the mouth in which zeb is and he's you know he's tied onto yeah. this thing. and then they fire a cannon into the thing's mouth and <laughs> and he survives what and, and i tell you he comes out so smiling like, zeb, you shot him you let him get eaten and you pulled him around Okay, we're talking about a rare purple Wookiee here, okay? But I'll... Anyway. No, I'm, I'm right with you, William. Believe me. <laughs> I just, I I really wanted... Oh, fearless. Uh, it, it, and, and Zeb wasn't smart enough to know, like, I'm walking around on a planet. There's something clearly underneath the surface, and I'm tied to an ATTE. Why would I be tied to an ATTE? With a crazy guy behind me going, oh, it's getting closer. Also, someone <laughs> saying they liked Lasat. Like, warning, yes. warning. <laughs> warning, Zeb. Warning. Not Zeb's smartest moment. It's like, danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, this time it's danger, I'm Zeb. Sorry. Danger. Yeah, it, it, the, the whole thing just felt very contrived and like, I don't know. Okay, I agree. But, but, I'll but think stop about this harping way. on this. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one more thing and just just look at it this way. It gave us great comment right now and some great comedy for this section of the show. That is that that's is true. true. Yeah. So it I, gave us. Some... I, there was a moment that I really liked where Gregor calls Je- Kanan a general because he used to be a Jedi. Yeah, Kanan's yes. like, no, 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 I was never a general. And yep. he's like, oh, okay, commander. He's like, no, did, uh, fine. Yeah. Yes, I give up. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> that that moment was fantastic. It was it was really uh, good. Yeah. Uh, now we're we're getting to other things to where they need to explain away. There was something else that it, this is when Hera finally got back into the episode that she mentioned that I guess the clone saved billions of lives, including hers. Now that's going to be an interesting story to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean we we never saw her on Ryloth in the Clone Wars episodes. Uh, her dad makes an appearance. That, that is true. Her dad makes an appearance in um, Lords of the Sith uh, and references Hera once or twice, mm-hmm. but uh, we never really find out what exactly happened uh, and and how the clones save her. So I'm, I'm very curious to find out more of her backstory. They're clearly using it and setting things up for. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, to summarize this whole ep- for me, this whole episode was nothing but a setup. It was setting up for the next one because it finally gets to the point at the end of the episode where Rex does give the rebels a list of potential locations for a base, and it also sets up that there was a probe droid that during some of the things that were going on did find because Wolf sent the information, did find this ATTE did get inside and it was Sabine who found it and they were, you know, marksmanship from a clone is still good. As you can tell, Rex was able to shoot it, but it, it seemed like this was a total setup for me into the next episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was, yep. 
So one other piece that I thought was interesting this episode, probe droids are apparently incredibly sneaky. Yeah, they are. I, <laughs> I would not have expected that. Even when they're making noise. <laughs> I, I Okay, I, that pushed the realm of believability for me a little bit because the ATT is not that big. How did a probe droid, first of all, get across this massive flat plane <laughs> and then make it That's inside desolate. and start typing into the computer, which I didn't know probe droids could do, could do in the first place. but Without getting spotted. Yeah. They're very dexterous. You know what? They're Imperial probe droids. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Suspension of disbelief. you got to run with it. <laughs> Whatever you say, Tom. I, I, I stand by it. Stand by it. Steven is not as forgiving as Tom is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At least I call uh, the ATT what it, what it is. Or so, I mean, eventually they do discover uh, the the probe droid and it, it speeds away and, and, uh, and Rex ends up sniping. It's kind of like the big moment in some ways at the end. Everybody's like, yay, they got it. But, yeah. The Empire is still on its way. The Phantom can't take off. Why is the Empire on its way? Because in a twist, Wolf uh, betrayed everyone. Yeah. And then, this is... Aaron, how did you feel seeing a clone betray? Um, clearly, he has been through a lot that we don't know about because he's he's obviously... Suffering a lot more PTSD than Rex uh, is. Uh, Gregor has his own form of some kind of office Raziness. stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, and and Rex has to bring him back to like they're not our enemy. They're they're you know they're they're on our side. You know, so he's clearly still stuck in fighting mode. Mm-hmm. And. To me, that is so it's it's sad because he was such a uh, he was such a strong leader with the wolf pack, the uh, you know under the uh, direction of uh, Plo Koon, and oh, for him to be like that, it's just oh yeah. gosh, what what did he go through besides the fact that they you know they got the chip ripped out and, and mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't involved in Order sixty six. Um. Wait, so, do we know that man. he wasn't involved? Uh, oh, sorry. I, I remember reading it's, somewhere that and, and it's, were, like, I, yeah, it's implied because they, they do say, you know, oh, everyone has a choice. And it's when, and, yeah. Sorry, uh, I was, for a moment I was confusing uh, Plo Koon with Kiate Mundi. I was like, we saw Kiate Mundi's oh. turn on him. <laughs> well, so different, different character. Plo Koon was shot. Now. No, he was in his ship, that's right. Yeah, yeah he was, sure. was destroyed. But, but so, there was never a body found. Anyway. It was it, that was that was hard to to not not understand, but like just just feel for him because he's he's so out of it that he thinks he has to save his brothers, which that's all he's known his entire life. That's what he was bred to do. Mm-hmm. And then Rex is like, "No, they're not our enemy. Don't don't do this." Mm-hmm. He already did, but, but too late. I wish yeah. he had spent more time on that because I, th- I th- like it was a powerful moment, and I didn't like that Rex is like, oh, we can't live in fear of the Empire the entire time, and and Wolf's like, you're right, and that was kind of it. 
Yeah. I, I really wanted there to be a little more, I don't know, discussion maybe. Uh, a little more, what do you think you're oh. doing? You're sitting here bringing the Empire back down on us because you want to protect us? Look what you've done. You literally have brought them to our front door, and we have these people here that we have protected for so many years, and now you've basically gotten us in trouble, and you wanted to protect us? That basically is a lot more said than what was said in the show. No, but he, it's clear that he has a mental illness. I mean, yeah. he, they, they really cannot get any more upset with him. It's already done. It's No, it, no, and you... <laughs> Which, no, Aaron, I, I completely agree. But it just seems that, I, I understand Stephen's point of view. It was almost like, a, I wouldn't say nonchalant, and, but it was it was just too easy to, to deal with it and move on. Yeah, I would have liked yeah. to have seen, instead of spending five minutes on the big Jupa hunt, I wanted to <laughs> see this. Yes, I, I yeah. think that's my biggest problem. I wanted to see more of the... Like dive deeper into the issues that they're they're having and and why they they you know they left the empire or they stayed with it or what, what you know why they're frustrated. Um, I, I think there was this this you know Kanan didn't didn't trust the clones, but he was didn't really trust them. They they talked a little bit, and then he they kind of took down a Jupa together and okay, I guess you're not so bad, you know. It a ton of. It didn't take, I guess, too much to convince Kanan that the clones are. Uh, these clones can be trusted. I don't right. think he's convinced. No, you don't. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. He's he's getting the list and he's pretty well ready to be done with them. <laughs> Especially since they got stranded and they did basically have to just wait for the Empire to show up. That's true. <laughs> he, he's like he's one hundred ten percent done. <laughs> And I think it'll be interesting to see the reactions of Sabine and Ezra in this. I think Ezra is going to be the one to where he's going to trust the clones because naturally it seems like he's the more trusting of the two. Right. Um, you know, and Sabine. Oh, sure. Sabine's going to be the, yeah. Ezra's going to be the fun sister. backstory. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the fun backstory. So um, I don't know. I mean, this next episode, this next episode, by way of the preview, we get to see a couple uh, at-ats appear and go up against an old ATTE. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll see who wins. It's it's a fun <laughs> it's a fun episode to be sure. Josh. <laughs> oh sorry. He's teased, teased. <laughs> will it be the AT, AT, so will it be the at at or the Winnebago? <laughs> who wins? <laughs> the uh. I'm sorry, I keep going back to space balls, okay? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I uh, think, yeah, I think we can. Yeah, let's, uh, ratings? let's jump into the ratings. Um, Aaron, okay. why don't you go first? Oh, goodness. Um, well, clearly my score is going to be inflated a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, like, two or three for the inclusion of Rex and clones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One of my friends wanted me to record my reactions as I was watching the episode, but I, I decided to spare Everybody, no. <laughs> uh, you should have like live live streamed. You should live streamed your, your your viewing of it. Just you know, <laughs> put the camera on your you pointed it at you while you watch the episode. I'm sure people it would have been a lot it. of fun to watch. Oh my gosh, it would have just been me giggling the entire time, literally. Yeah, so it would have been hilarious. You guys got the best show of all at Celebration. So. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. 
Um, so I will try to be, um, what's, what's the word? Like very fair, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a, a setup a- episode. Um, obviously it's a cliffhanger. It says to be continued, which that was a very harsh screen. It was just, yeah. There was no, there was yeah. no style to it at all. It was just like, there, yeah. to be continued. Okay. I kind of got that feeling the way, whatever. Anyway, um, I will give it a 7.5 Womp Rats, and my Womp Rats are going to go play on the Winnebago. (laughs) 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 Okay. Uh, Tom? Okay. Um, You know what? I'm going to give this one a 6.5. I'm going to go 10 lower. Oh wow! I'm not ten lower. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna <laughs> ten, go lower. ten lower. Ten <laughs> lower. Negative. Wow. Th- uh, negative three point five. <laughs> okay, guys, it's late here. Okay. Um, oh. I know. I'm kidding. Um, I know it's probably later for you, Aaron, than me. Um, but no, I'm. I'm giving. I'm giving this a six point five. I'm gonna go one point lower than Aaron. I think it is a total setup episode. My my biggest kick, as you could tell, I love the Winnebago. I love the clones the way they are. It's more about my. It's it's closer to my age. I feel like the show has finally gotten to where I can enjoy it because there's characters in the show that relate to me. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll be able so, to relate to Han Solo too in the Force Awakens. It, oh, hey, he's going to be a little bit older than me right now. But anyway, um, but Chewie, on the other hand, that depending on the Wookiee years, I don't know. Um, but I. It was a fun episode. I took it for what it was. It it set up the next episode. Um, and, and I'm going to take my 6.5 Womp Rats. I'm going to have them sitting on the edge of the Winnebago fishing for their <laughs> own for their own little itty-bitty baby uh, uh, Lorpas, uh, whatever they are. Um, and, and they're, they're going to they're going to fish for their own food <laughs> until the big one comes and takes them all away. <laughs> I had to. So six point five. Stephen or William? Who's that? Who's not? Who's up? I'll go uh, unless you want to do it. No, that's actually yeah. Let me go you so do. we end on a happier note. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Wait wow. a minute! No, no, no. <laughs> I just I'm just gonna guess William based on past history that I will be reviewing slightly lower than your score. Just a guess. Yeah, yeah, but that being said, I'm going to review the exact same as Tom. Okay. So I'm also going to give the episode a 6.5. I thought it was a serviceable episode. It just, it failed to wow me. And coming out of last season's finale and this season's opener, mm-hmm. like we had these big epic episodes that felt, I don't know, they felt like Star Wars in, how, in, the, in the subject matter they tackled, in the scale and there was a lot of possibility in this episode, kind of trying to combine some of the feel of Rebels and the feel of Clone Wars, and we got the type of Rebels episodes that annoyed me greatly in Season 1, which are kind of the filler episodes. They spend a lot of time setting up. The humor's really wonky, you know, however you want to describe it. Um, it's the equivalent of watching Zeb and Ezra needle each other and be stupid, as we saw all over Season 1. Got it. So I give it a 6.5. I enjoyed it. It was worth watching. I just don't think I'm going to go back to it. And ooh, with my six and a half Womp Rats. Well, 
So it turns out Chopper did, in fact, fix the hyperdrive. But <laughs> six and a half Womp Rats kind of found their way into the ship and started chewing through wires. And that's actually why there's a half Womp Rat. Is, uh, you don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> is that half stuck in hyperspace? No, it may have been electrocuted but when it chewed through a wire. Oh, okay, I got it. No big deal. So the back half survived. Yeah. Okay. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but 6.5. Okay. William. Okay, well, um, I think you guys uh, summed everything up pretty well. I, I enjoyed many aspects of the episode, I guess I'll say. Uh, I really liked the the interaction between you know Kanan and and the clones. I, I want to learn more about the clones' backstory and and what happened. How did they end up on um, on Silos? Uh, Sorry, I blanked there for a second. And uh, I, I I really liked all the the dynamics there and Order sixty six and did they do it or or not and how does Kanan feel and does he trust them and, and doesn't he? Um, all that stuff was great. Really, the only thing I didn't like... Gregor's craziness was a little bit over the top, but not not too bad. The, I didn't really mind it. What really bothered me was the whole fishing scene. It felt very pointless. And, um, and like, they could have... All the issues that arose, they could have solved very, very easily. Um, and, which is in communication or, or just better strategy like hey let's put Kanan and Azra up next to Sabine and they can just tap the wire and yay we're done uh and also let's not use Zeb as bait <laughs> or, or at least oh, tell him no. anyway um so uh overall uh it was a decent episode and uh and I really liked aspects of it I'm gonna give this a three. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I to... Wow. No, no, no. Wow. You're uh, kidding. You're gonna go to three and a half. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm gonna give this episode seven. Uh, so Def Stevens, right? It was a little bit higher than him. Yep. Uh, not quite as high as Aaron and the uh, <laughs> uh, the Rex bonus there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed I, I enjoyed the episode. It was it was it was decent. Not amazing, but but. Still, still fun, and uh, my womp rats. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Tom, did you have the um, the Jupa eat the womp rats? Uh, I thought the bigger one was going to come along and take them all in one swamp, uh, one one gulp. Okay, so uh, then I'll, I'll just have uh, I'll, I'll have them take turns prodding the the womp rats with the the, the sticks, and oh god, and tying okay. them to the, the laser wire thing, and then. I'm imagining at one point maybe Zeb just picks at the laser wire uh, and just starts swinging it around like a lasso or something with the womp rats all okay. tied to the end. They're just flying around and around and around. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm, I'm afraid one of these days these womp rats are going to come get us. <laughs> Think about how many seasons we have gone after these womp rats. Uh, and, yeah, and, we've been torturing and, womp rats for... Hey, I'm always nice to mine, years. though. <laughs> but that's very true. Aaron's got a point. They're not going to come after her. Nope, they're my friends. <laughs> okay. You know, we should we should make that our new slogan. Ion Cannon Podcast: Torturing Womp Rats since 2008. Good point. Oh, <laughs> I can see that on a bumper sticker. 
<laughs> Somehow, I don't think that bumper sticker will go over well. I don't think it will either, but I think we better move on or we're going to get deeper down our uh, hole. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we got... Uh, so we got coming up on the Clone Wars, coming up the next episode of, um, sorry, coming up on the Ion Cannon <laughs> podcast. Too many clones, people. Actually, you know what I'm thinking? And I'm going to I'm gonna tangent off here. Wouldn't it be cool during this part of Rebels, uh-huh. they do one, technically a Clone Wars flashback oh, in this style. <laughs> That'd be cool. So, it's never happening, but it'd be cool. No, well, but it would be oh, fun. That would be amazing. But to continue on with coming up on the like, Ion Cannon podcast, like maybe have... uh, Rex just tells Ezra a story of the, of the Clone Wars, and he he flashes back, and I you would get, you get the old animation I... and everything. Sorry, <laughs> I would love to see You're a flashback. Killing me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not. I'm. I'm Aaron, I, uh, I was sitting here thinking that would be just so cool to see that kind of flashback. <laughs> but we got to continue moving forward because flashbacks are sometimes never fun. So moving and Star forward, Wars doesn't really do flashbacks. So. That's true. So we do have coming up on the Ion Cannon podcast. We're going to be doing Rebels season two, episode two, Relics of the Old Republic. So next week's episode, and don't forget, you can probably watch it on Disney XD app before it actually hits the air. The synopsis for the episode coming up will be Ezra and the others are starting to form friendships with the old clone clone troopers, but Kanan can't seem to bring himself to trust them. Will he feel differently when pressure from the Empire forces them together? Ah, and see, there you guys are correct. He still doesn't trust them. Yep. You nailed it on Or, or... This time, are the clones going to throw him over to go fishing? <laughs> Jeez, we'll never know. I hate to say it, but I feel like this this fish clone fishing is like the new um, oh, what was it? The Mandalore soft drink or medicine? Oh yeah. What was it? I don't remember that. There's, there's they... an episode on Mandalore revolved around the fact that someone poisoned Mandalorian soft like Mandalorian drinks. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but was that the one with the kids and it yes. was Ahsoka and to yes. teach them how? Yes, yes, yes. And she kept using that same word over and over and over again, and I was just ready to just pull my hair out. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have that much hair. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the episode, but I remember her in front of the kids because she was teaching them. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't want to remember. <laughs> Blocked it out. Good thing. Aaron, thank you for coming on. This has been a blast for a Friday night. Oh, thank you guys for thinking of me for the uh, the honor of the Rex episode. Of course, I, of course. I don't think there was any choice, really. Yeah, there was no choice. We had you had to come on. Yay! At least I'm known for something. Yay! <laughs> Aaron and Rex are synonymous. <laughs> yes. So oh, goodness. Uh, well, thank you again for, for joining us. Um, so this was a lot of fun. And uh, as always, th- thank you for listening, folks. And uh, we will be back next week with Relics of the Old Republic. And also, don't forget that we are not part of the Second Airborne Division slash Star Wars Report uh, podcast network. So there's many of other podcasts over there to listen to. So not only check us out, but check out everybody else on the network. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away, including Rebels, the sequel trilogy, spin-off films, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. 
Your review will help the show grow within the Star Wars fan community. Visit our website, ioncanoncast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also get in contact with us by emailing contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, the Walt Disney Company, or any of their respective trademark or copyright holders. Any and all opinions are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production of fans by fans and is copyright 2015.